Welcome to another episode of God's Healing Components Podcast. I am Denise Burroughs. I was reading this morning James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 where James wrote this. He said, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. You know, defending your health can quickly become a trial, even a battle. Sometimes you can be so caught up into the situation that it's hard to see Jesus or to be joyful in the midst of all that's happening. Not to mention that sometimes things can go so fast that you can barely even have time to call out the name of Jesus. It is true what Jesus told his disciples back in John chapter 16, verse 33. And he said this, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You see, we will have tribulation in this world. If not initially, then eventually. However, James encourages us to look at it from another direction. He invites us to step into a place where we view the situation from the vantage point of heaven and see it as an opportunity to develop patience. And in this mind, mindset, actually be able to count it all joy. Now, during the process, you must stand in the confidence of faith that God has heard you and that he has released his healing power to you. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 through 36 says, Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. You see, when dealing with a health issue, you cannot stand in faith on a maybe. Maybe he'll do it, maybe he won't. Maybe it'll happen this time, maybe it won't. You must believe and know that healing is the will of God and that he wants to heal you. Now... When we talk about healing, your recovery can be instantaneous, but many times it is a process. And the process is not about God healing you. This was granted to you when you asked. Rather, after the healing power is released, it is enduring the testing of your faith as you walk the pathway to that perfect and complete manifestation of the answer in your situation. Herein, of course, lies the good fight of faith. Now, I understand and I know from experience that this can be difficult, even seemingly impossible, to believe that Jesus will step into the situation and change it. And this is even more so if the situation involves a loved one, a close relative, a parent, or even your child. You can teeter between desperation and trusting God when the problem appears out of control or more importantly when it appears out of your control. 
and it can be like a storm that is so severe that you want to quit and surrender all hope to what looks like an inevitable end. The good fight of faith is standing, holding on to your confidence, and choosing not to give up. It's confronting the spiritual fear, anxiety, desperation, and refusing to let them rule your mind, will, and emotions. It is finding the positives amidst all the negative things that you see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. And those positives will be your light in the darkness while you continue to listen for and obey the voice of God. You hold up his promises before you in meditation, prayer, and proclamation, remembering that what you see may be a fact, but not necessarily the truth. Why? Because you're not seeing the whole picture. Paul reminds us of this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. He says this, As we look into the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient. But the things that are unseen are eternal. You know, I think I had told this story before of a woman who was called a brittle diabetic. Her sugar levels were consistently inconsistent and hard to control. She was in, in and out of her storms dealing with what would be considered and is considered a chronic condition. She did not give up believing in God for total healing, even though her doctor told her no one is ever healed from diabetes. She began meditating and praying the promises of God for healing daily. And whenever she felt like she needed to remind herself of the promises that she was standing on, as those promises became more real to her, her sugar levels gradually became more controlled. Her physician in response decreased her medications to the point of totally discontinuing them altogether. Her glucose levels slowly stabilized and after several months remained within normal limits, limits no matter what she ate. That good fight of faith. You have to decide to trust God in the problem. By seeking and walking in his peace in the situation. How do you do that? You keep your mind on him. On the promises. And what you will find is that they will give you a peace. That will give you an ease in the midst of the storm. Such that you can count it all joy. Because... Then you're able to sense and see beyond what the situation or the circumstances are presenting you. Now, maybe that's not your problem. You're not in a storm. You're fine. I call that the calm before the storm because you know it's going to happen. Sometimes it's going to come. And that is the time, this is the time that you fortify your mind with the promises of God that can apply to those more challenging times that will come in your life. You see, his promises are the key to activating the covenant that you have with God. It allows kingdom power and authority to rule in your trial. Now, one of the promises that I hold on to for 
such a time as that is Isaiah 42 or 43, 2 through 3, where it says, you'll pass through the waters. I will be with you and through the rivers. They shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Another one I hold on to is Psalms 46 verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, Selah. Now, you may have other promises, but I definitely encourage you to gather more than just one. Meditate them as you hold them in your heart. Why? Because... Whether it's a trial, a difficult situation, or a battle, they rarely announce themselves. The storms of life are not known to show mercy because you're not ready. So my prayer for you today is this. Father God, I thank you that you do not send the storms, but are the strength and the wisdom we need to overcome and find victory through it all. For everyone who may or may not be in a storm, Father, let what I have said be an encouragement to them and remind them that you are the truth and the peace that brings victory no matter the outcome. Allow us, Father, to feel a sense of your presence, your love, your peace, so that we can count it all joy in our difficult times. And see the strengthening of our faith and increased maturity as we walk with you in this life. Amen. If this has been an encouragement to you, like and subscribe. Blessings.